3: Welcome back everyone to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast where today we are covering WCW Saturday night on TBS from July 13th of 1991. This is the Merry Christmas episode of BTT this week, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you're celebrating or not celebrating, we hope you have a wonderful December 25th. I'm always reminded by a former coworker. I had doc who, uh, didn't celebrate Christmas and this lady walks into work and uh, another co-worker and says, hey, such and such, how was your Christmas? And he goes, my December 25th was great. And she was like, oh, OK. Anyway, that's why I say that. So whatever holiday you're celebrating or not. And again, if you're not celebrating a holiday, happy 25th. Doc, um, we're getting towards the end of the year. We're not getting any younger. How you doing, man?
4: Ho, Oh. oh. Oh, living the cream in the cream dream
3: living what what the cream dream, yeah, okay, I'm cool Enlighten me. meal great one
4: nah, no, it's just
3: oh are you are you talking about that tweet the loomy tweet?
4: No, we need to talk about that in a minute. Hey, here's my thing. I need everybody to understand something. you know we talk a lot about people relaxing there's no war on Christmas. Reliefing. <laughs> there's there's no war on Christmas.
3: Uh, that doesn't fit the narrative of the world today, Doc.
4: People like Christmas, man. People on both sides of the aisle like Christmas. If you don't like Christmas, that's okay too. Like Mike said. Uh enjoy your day off, hopefully. And uh Let's just keep going about with our lives, you know. If somebody says happy holidays, seasons, greetings, merry Christmas, kick-ass Kwanzaa, whatever it is, man, I don't care. Why does that bother me? It doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to be off for like two weeks from work. You can't wait. How, I, where's the problem?
3: <laughs> oh, man. There, uh, there's no problem, man. I'm just, I was just having about, fun at the beginning of the show.
4: I'm about to hit up the, the the liquor store get all stocked up and just rip it, dude. Rip it I raw. I
3: bet you are.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I, I can you imagine how loaded I'm going to be at the Christmas service at the church for the kids' show because it's in the middle of the cowboy game.
3: No, oh, very. That's nice. Going drunk, going going to church, getting drunk. Great.
4: No, I'm not going to church and getting drunk. I'm gonna be drunk when I get to church.
3: No, I mean, okay, already drunk when you walk into Lord's house. Good there job. You, Good there
4: job. You, there you go.
3: The way to show respect to the man upstairs
4: on his birthday. On his birthday of all. <laughs> his
3: birthday is the next day. No, he doesn't want you to bring the liquor to celebrate for his birthday. Okay.
4: He turned water into wine. What's up?
3: That, that he, he, Just because he turned water into wine doesn't mean he wants you to get drunk off the wine. He just wants you to relax any, and chill hey, out.
4: If any human had had that as their bullet point on their resume, you would consider them to be a fun guy in a Bro, party. But all,
3: all of people. a sudden,
4: we can't think about that because he's Jesus? Come on.
3: I'm going to piss people off. I think it was Cedric the Entertainer that said it. He said, man, you can't tell me Jesus wasn't a black man. And he was like, you know how I know? He turned water into wine. He was like, y'all wait on to keep the party going.
4: There you go. <laughs> why, do you need, why do you need Jesus oh. to be the same? Why do you need Jesus to be the same color oh, as you?
3: man. It was so funny. God. <laughs> well, before we get too far down the road, I just want to mention a couple of quick things. And then I'll throw it to you for some more flips and dives, if you have any. Special shout-out to our largest patron contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky e. Blassie, Mike children Joe Ice, good old Justin, thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. Uh, Doc and I are recording this several weeks uh, ahead of when it will air, just for scheduling reasons and uh, trying to get some stuff done as we are. Well, walking. here's here's
4: the main reason. We're doing this mainly So that we can time it out on the schedule such that the superstar, everybody's favorite host, Hard Buddy Harper, can join us for the Great American Bash over on the patron feed. And so if you're not a patron, that right there is a great reason to become one.
3: That's right. And you can become one like Jack W. did uh, about a week or two ago who joined the BTT Hall of Fame. You can become one by going to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Not only do you get access to the three of us, Harper's not here, but the three of us doing the bash pay-per-view. Uh, but we just wrapped up the season review of Tales from the Territories and we did a probably the longest episode yet. We did mid-south so that is also available with also 10 other recaps and reviews and discussions about vices tales from the territories uh, at the end of 2022 as we're starting to close out the year so you can get all that Tinyurl.com slash patreon btT plus you get all the clash reviews the world class shows the ECW shows the NWA power shows with the sparks and a little fella half pint and an ECW show with JV and Mike Prue tinyurl.com slash patreon bt. Tea. Doc, do you want to get into the work that we witnessed last night again? Because nobody books the territory like Uncle Or Where do you want to go next? Because that was a work. I'm sorry. I don't know how you slice it any other way.
4: I don't disagree with you that it's a work. In fact, You're I kidding. wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with you that we got worked. First of all, the biggest work is that we sat around for three hours to get worked. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's the biggest work is that I sat through that the the bullshit and the nonsense just to get worked at the end now. So here's the here's the deal. Uh, for those of you, because we're going back in time, this was the L.A. Los Angeles Rams versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, a, a matchup of two teams going nowhere. And so very inconsequential I had it on in the background while I did other things until the end. And my question to you is, why do we need to book this for storyline purposes? Because there's no... It's like having an elaborate finish for a match between Keith Steinborn and the Italian Stallion.
3: Well, I don't know if there's really enhancement talent matches in the NFL. I mean, there is, but... When you see something like this, it's like, oh, man. So you ask, why do we need to book a finish like that? Well, um, and we're just having fun, folks. Don't work yourself into a shoot. The reason you book a finish like that for Thursday Night Football is because it's prime time. And uh, Thursday Night Football, some of the games haven't been all that great. There's been some pretty big snoozers, especially early in the year. And Amazon paid a lot of money to Uncle Roger's NFL for this package, so we gotta, you know, flip and dive and do all kind of bull crap to retain our audience as uh, the season winds down. So I think that's your reason for the stupidity that you saw last night, where the Rams didn't do too much until the very end, kind of like what the Bucks did with the Saints just mm. four days before. It was, and it ended up being the exact same score. It played out the exact same way.
4: Like, so they, you're saying you're saying they just recycled a storyline. That's lazy booking.
3: Right, they used to, I'm not going there. It, it, but <laughs> they used to say they had the same finish on, I said four days. They had the same finish three nights before, the same exact finish. And what made this one even more absurd is – Javorsky's old spank bank, which he hates now, because he went to Carolina and now he's in the, with the Rams. They just signed Mayfield two days before the game. He's playing in the damn game, and he's the one that's hitting the freaking, you know, four fifty somersault off the top rope, dropping the elbow, so that the Rams can get the win. he was like, what the? I literally somebody somebody on Twitter, or one of the, one of the people I follow from uh, with the Saints, goes, "We just he's not even a wrestling person," he said. We just saw this same finish three days ago. He literally called mm. it a finish. <laughs> and the dude's not even a wrestling fan. <sighs>
4: it, it was. And we're
3: he worked Because we're here talking about it on our wrestling podcast. That's the irony of all. It was it overbooked all, to call
4: it. for no reason. Baker <laughs> Mayfield is a chump. He ain't ever going to do anything. The Rams won their fourth game of the season deep into the season. They pretty much I guess eliminated the, the raiders which needed to happen anyway that have been a colossal failure. The the only idiots here are us cuz we watched it
3: and talking about it now.
4: And talk about it. They give them a free plug here.
3: Yeah, we're but the idiots.
4: We're the we're the, we're fully aware of who the who the mark is in all, in this scenario. Um
3: yeah. We are the Mizarks here, man.
4: <laughs> what I tell you, we were gonna record this morning and I said, I don't know if I can how, if I can fall asleep after this scorcher of a game.
3: Well you and you and sent that right before they started hitting the flips and dives.
4: You know what though? It didn't matter that they hit the flips and dives because they were flipping and diving and I didn't I was just laughing like this is stupid. I don't care.
3: Oh, it man. doesn't matter. It was something, boy. It was something to see.
4: They just can't help themselves from putting their finger on the scale. That's the problem. That's the worrying part is just let the game run on this one. Let people think it's real for (laughs) a second.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And Uncle Rod is like a kid
4: with a scab on his knee. Can't stop picking it. (sighs)
3: Ugh. We got a lot of meaningful football coming up, man. Like, you know, you got the college playoffs coming. Save your
4: storylines for the pay-per-view. Yeah.
3: Save <laughs> It's not only to save your storyline for the pay-per-view. It's two enhancement talents. Right.
4: And you're recycling the last story.
3: Oh, man.
4: And trying to Again, call it
3: new. I'm not, last thing I'll say. We're the mark because we watched it and now we're talking about it.
4: Everybody's a mark for something.
3: Yeah, and we're we're freaking football marks, man. We hate watch the Ohio State Buckeyes, and uh, we're the marks, bro.
4: Yeah, it's true. But, hey, at least we can admit it.
3: Oh, everybody. I mean, that's the thing. Well, we've said this a million times over the years. Everybody's a mark for something. Hell, I'm a mark for our listeners. Thank you for supporting us.
4: I wouldn't go that far. I will. Okay.
3: We got I think the helpers, page, I,
4: th- I look, I'm a mark for the patrons. How about that?
3: <laughs> you're something. <laughs> oh man. Before we get into Saturday night, which was a doozy, folks. Ugh. Let me just tell you. It was a doozy. <laughs> you said you wanted me to remind you about a tweet that I sent out.
4: Yeah, so what's this deal where you can just not take a shower now and just put some perfume up your butt and then you're okay? Bro. That is that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like, uh, that's, a... <laughs> anyway, tell us what's going on, and then I'll tell you what that sounds like. How about that?
3: Okay. So, I'm watching TV a couple of months ago, actually, when I first saw this. There's a product called Lumi. L-U-M-E, and it's got the little fancy squiggle above the E, I believe, you know, so it's pronounced as a, or whatever, yeah, I think it's a Lumi. So the, the lady says, you know, Lumi will keep you fresh. Just take to take a little bit in the palm of your hand and you can put it in your butt cheeks. And even if you don't shower, you will still be fresh for 48 hours. I was like, what? And this isn't verbatim. I ain't trying to get sued by Lumi. Um, Allegedly, this stuff, if you don't shower and you put it in your crevices, um, you won't stank. And on a scale of. One to ten or zero to ten, actually, when you wear Lumi, your stink level or stank level, as I like to say, is um, five out of ten. But if you put the Lumi on, it's zero out of 10, meaning you won't stink at all. Now, I don't know if this stuff works or doesn't. I really don't care. It's not something I want to buy because if there's a shower available for me, I'm going to take one daily, sometimes twice a day. Now, I'm not Iron Mike Sharp where uh, I'm you know sitting in there for two hours, if you remember Sharp stories from back in the day. But – I take me a shower because I like being clean, but this stuff and I I posted the link to the commercial for it. And I had people telling me like Clifton Harris out there, buddy of mine from new Orleans. He's like, I thought that was a joke. He's like, I thought that was just a skit. I'm like, no, that's a real product. Um, Jack, you get any thoughts about putting out on your, in your butt cheeks so that your butt cheeks don't smell after 24 hours. What the hell kind of chemical is in there killing the smell of ass sweat over 48 hours? Because even your deodorant, like, you know, you get to 24 hours and you, your deodorant from yesterday is on. It kind of like you, you, it starts to wear out, especially because I work out. So I'm sweating like it'll wear off. like You know what I'm saying? So if this shit works after 48 hours, what kind of chemicals is in that crap?
4: Nobody thinks about the chemicals. Like you buy clothes and there's dye on it. Nobody thinks about that kind of dumb shit. But the, I, I'm not trying to turn this into conspiracy. <laughs> this is the kind of project product that's great for college kids. You know, think about Axe body spray. I used to know guys that would wear that instead of taking a shower because like it covers it up. Fuck it. Shit. Now. I don't understand it, cause I'm a guy that I'm taking at least one shower a day, and That's I ain't on
3: That's what I'm saying. I just
4: feel more alert and awake, and rub the eye buggers out to just be under some running water once a day. Yeah, I might take a second shower depending on when the first one happened, and any exercise activity cardio that happens later in the day i might take a second shower i prefer to also go to bed relatively clean i don't take a shower before bed but you know what i'm saying
3: yeah i like being clean bro (laughs) so
4: i'm not ever worried necessarily about getting caught with just outrageous ass stink that I can't take care of through normal methods of showering.
3: Did you and Did you, know, you click the link?
4: You know some of these hookers out there were putting that shit on oh, to go God. to the club and try to get some dick. Oh, it's gross.
3: Did you see and the and link and that they, I posted you after take it? take
4: something brought home and you peel off that dress and there's just
3: No, chemical, Donald. No, stop.
4: A, an onion wrapped in chemicals that just fills the room
3: it's disgusting I, hey it, it might work i don't know that's what they allege um,
4: but it ain't clean it's covering it's like it's like a litter box you're just sprinkling some gravel over the doo-doo the doo-doo still there
3: <laughs> it's counteracting the odor is what you're saying
4: yeah but it ain't cleaning nothing
3: that's a great point. It's it's kind, con- yeah. Well, and you know what? Well, to be fair, they don't say it's cleaning anything. They just say
4: I don't care what claims they're making. I know what I want to have happen if no. I if I come across it.
3: I agree. There, but that's what I'm saying. They, they're not saying it's cleaning anything. It just says it'll smell fresh.
4: Well, if you ain't getting down to the business, what does it matter?
3: Bro, this woman said on that ass. I ain't getting
4: close <laughs> enough to any other human to smell their ass unless we're about to get after it. And if your <laughs> ass smells that bad, you need to go find the shower.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, you ain't gonna hear no argument from me, man.
4: Man, just take a shower when you're done. I use you know, use a little uh baby powder to make you know, 'cause in this part of the world that that there there is a serious Issue with that because you know it's humid. Where you came from was even worse. You get just walking around, you can get onion crotch. You you, you don't want to you know just do nothing, but you, go get you some some powder, put it down there to help you keep it dry, and go on with your day.
2: Yeah. What's
4: yeah. the problem? We're trying to solve problems that 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 have already have remedies, and and in the wrong way. <laughs>
0: This is this
4: is just gross. If your ass, here's the other thing. If your ass is a five out of ten, get your ass in some showers. <laughs> You're trending <laughs> in the wrong direction. Naturally, you need to do something about that. <laughs> I mean, uh... seriously. If you walked in to the bathroom and saw Sasha running a, a stick of secret up her ass crack because she thought it smelled, you'd be like, you know, we have a shower right there.
3: Probably pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, God.
4: People Ooh. are nasty, dude. <sighs> and you got to think about this. You know, you and I have been domesticated house pets for a long, long time now. But back in the day when we were out there roaming around, just the nasty creatures, the just filthy slee stacks that we ran across. In the desperation that we probably had (laughs) to overlook some serious, serious flaws, personality, hygienics, whatever. I mean, fellas, look out. These women are gross. uh,
3: I I guess there may be a market for it. You know, you're. In the military, you don't get to get a shower because you're overseas and you're at war. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of something. But I, it's just one of those things I was like, oh, this is not something I wanted to do." You to.
4: rip off some girls' bridges and you like catch a whiff. You're uh, like, this to finish? Come on.
3: Harper and you would still
4: go at it. Who? Uh,
3: Harper and you would still uh, take a turn. Cause you need relief <laughs> on hey, that let note.
4: Go, let me go grab my clothespin so that I can co- cover up my nostrils.
3: On that note, uh, doc, let's talk about some Saturday night on TBS. From... I don't want
4: to, this show sucked. How about that? I'm from... mad still from last week. Well, good. I'm I promise that I won't be salty until flair comes back. I'll get over it, but I, I need some, some healing time and they're not helping me out
3: well the show starts from july 13th of 1991 with a replay of mr personality jim heard letting us know again that rick flair has been stripped of the world title because they could not come to a new contract agreement and i believe this show is once again from macon georgia we then go to the introduction with Paul Lee and Jim Ross, they're calling the action, and they do remind us that Barry will battle Lex Luger for the title tomorrow night at the pay per view. And then we pretty much immediately head to the ring because this is a 55 minute episode of World Championship Wrestling Saturday night on TBS. Doc, anything from the intro before I go to the opening match?
4: No Flare Week Two.
3: No Flare Week Two, right? So then we go to the opening match. It's going to be Johnny B. Bad versus Johnny Rich. Um, I guess I'll ask you, Doc, besides the obvious here, what would you happen to have from this one?
4: I can't see Teddy's character being gay friendly.
3: You mean just as Johnny's manager? Yeah. Why do you say that? Oh, just because he's like supposedly like this dude from the... Hood, as he said over the he said that when he had uh, Butcher and Ron Simmons. If you yeah. just are new to this show and you made it this far <laughs> past the non wrestling talk, um, yeah, he would talk about being from the hood. Is that why you're kind of making that assumption?
4: Yeah. yeah, I need some audio though. On uh, at the 550 mark,
3: 550 Paul
4: E deciding to uh, spit some bars.
3: I'm going to it, um. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying, though, about Teddy when you say that. You're not saying Teddy. You're just you're, like, you, hey, said, you, Teddy's you know, character. you just think
4: about all those brothers you knew back in the hood. Like, look, I don't give a shit, but don't bring that gay shit around me.
3: Oh, my God.
4: You heard that before?
3: Oh, like damn near verbatim. Yeah. Like they were, I don't say they, you had folks who were like extremely homophobic. Right. And I always had a philosophy behind that too. Like as I got older, I started to think some of them dudes I think they might have been, and that was their way of like trying to like cover it up. Yeah. Which is sad, but I mean it was the eighties, so like
4: Right. Different times.
3: Yeah. Like I'm not trying to say they were right to do it that way. I'm saying it's it that is was what it them. is. Yeah, it was it was what it was back then. But right, well, I, I I hear you.
4: Speaking of speaking of misappropriations yeah uh, should be totally on the stick on the uh, rock a microphone
3: yeah here it is I have no clue I don't have a note about this so let me see what he says
2: okay. alright hey he happened to give me this he's gonna release this on his album for Christmas this is what he said he said he's PN News and he raps all the time but the funny thing about it is his raps don't rhyme but give the guy credit he tries real hard Hey, it's funny being witty when you're a fat tubular isn't that brilliant?
0: Oh yes, that's Einstein right.
2: Oh, uh, you saying the guy can't sing now? I've never heard him sing. Well, he's a bad man. He doesn't want to hear. He doesn't want you to hear him sing.
0: He wants you to watch him wrestle and selected people like me, I can hear him sing. I'm sure he and you have a lot in common. Whoa, slap right there. And the tickets are still available for the Great American Be-
3: So just to be clear, now that I'm hearing it, I remember um, he's um, he's quoting a rhyme or a rap that Johnny B. Bad came up with. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. PN News, because they're kind of in this feud that. Yeah. (laughs) Pauly Rapid is funny.
4: (laughs) Better than PN
3: News. (laughs) You know what? I think about it till now, but that's pretty freaking true.
4: So I was thinking about this. We need to get uh, Davey Rich in, and we need a party the patrol, date patrol. patrol feud.
3: It ain't the worst thing you could do.
4: The patrols.
3: And for those who don't know, the party patrol, Johnny and Davey Rich were a tag team. And not just Smoky Mountain, but I'm a reference Smoky Mountain because uh, we talked about them during our Smoky Mountain wrestling recaps back in the day
4: at least it would get the state patrol back together and not having black Bart hanging out with him.
3: Yeah. The guy who's been in vignettes with the desperados. Yeah. For a month before tagging with uh right. As a, yeah. Uh, Johnny B bad does win. He hits a high knee on Johnny rich and then he he, uh, hits him with the knockout punch and rich takes the bump and uh, Johnny wins. Any thoughts any other thoughts on the match, Doc, as he puts the kiss on his face?
4: No, not really.
3: All right. Well, I do want to go to uh, this promo from Johnny uh, at the end of the match. <laughs> you ever notice how I just realized it? Johnny doesn't give chin nuts like, like uh, Garvin used to. He gives ass crack to the guys. Booty cheeks. He gives booty cheeks. That's actually perfect. <laughs> I think about it for this, for the gimmick.
4: All right, uh, let's know. go to. I, can't, I wouldn't know. I can't say. Uh,
3: I mean, he's putting his ass in this dude's face as he pins him. So, he, you know, not really. He's sitting on a chest, but you get it, folks. All right, let's go now to Johnny B. Bad, Teddy Long. Uh, They've got a promo they're going to cut, a short one after the match that Johnny B. Bad just won. All
0: right, Paul, thank you very much. Uh, of course, uh, Johnny B. Bad involved in that big bounty match for the mask with the Yellow Dog at the Great American Bash, but with all the recent happenings in WCW, I'd like to have a prediction from you gentlemen regarding the heavyweight championship matchup. Who do you think's gonna win it, Johnny B-Bad? Lex Luger or Barry Windham? Oh, hush, Jimmy.
2: Let me say one thing. <laughs> me, Jimmy. Lex, Lex Luger's a big old strong boy with some big old muscles, ooh. And he's almost pretty ain't he? Like, he's almost as pretty as Johnny B-Bad. But let me tell you, Barry Windham is definitely the more exceptional wrestler. I think they're going to win the world heavyweight champion. But I feel sorry for whoever wins because then they got to deal with the baddest man and the prettiest man of world championship wrestling. And who is that? Johnny B. Bad. Tell them who you are. Woo! I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. <laughs> now, everybody want to know what up? Well, the great American bands, the godfather and Johnny B. Bad going to get more money, more money, more money when we take that mask off and let everybody
0: know that Brian Pillman is a yellow dog. Fans, we'll be back with more on WCW right after this.
3: Bro, you can hate Johnny B. Bad all you want. This is tremendous. He is putting his entire soul into this gimmick.
4: I'll tell you what I don't like about it. He and DDP have the same problem being green. What's that? Cr- cr- crutch phrases that they use out of context.
3: DDP like ain't that had, green though right here. Huh? DDP's not that green right here.
4: Whatever. Okay. When you when he says, oh hush, Jimmy or J or whatever there's no reason for him to say that. If he had just not said that phrase at the beginning, his promo would have been exponentially better. How about that?
3: I think he's taken guidance from Dusty and everything you see is okay. that. But he's no, doing exactly uh, the How about that? I, I'm not saying. I, I'm just pointing it Where's out. Where's the
4: bull I'm not, drop
3: in? Thankfully, it's gone.
4: Oh, that was quick.
3: You mean you needed more of Jason Hervey?
4: No, I'm just saying we don't stick with anything or have a reason for anything Bro, we do.
3: Jason Hervey stuff on the Bull drops in, like I, I that dude had the RVD pose and had nuclear go away heat. I love it. Uh, did you also love you saw? I don't know if you saw it. Well, no, you wouldn't have seen it because you're not on it. I posted the clip on well you might have seen it on twitter but i posted the clip of hervey getting just slapped the dog shit out of in the head with the phone
4: i would imagine that that would turn our entire fan base into a bunch of javorskis in a in like an instant
3: which is a compliment not to yeah everybody's just relieving
4: themselves to hervey getting cracked over the head i
3: totally agree yeah yep i thought johnny B. bad there and Teddy long were tremendous uh I, it's, he's putting his entire soul into this gimmick. It's, it's unreal. We go then to Nikita Koloff versus a gentleman by the name of Chad Floyd. We get a picture and picture from sting as the match is starting. Sting is still talking about the little kid that Nikita intimidated. And sting says, Nikita, you think you're tough, but I can't be intimidated. I know doc just hit the hit the he started cranking at that moment cuz he loves him some sting. <laughs> it was a pitcher and pitcher so it was, you know, real short, maybe 10 seconds at the most. Nikita does end up winning this thing. He hits Floyd with the Russian sickle and he gets the win. Doc, what did you have from this if anything?
4: Uh it was real quiet when Nikita came out. I was a little surprised by that. Um
3: especially making Georgia.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um the other thing that I was wondering I I want to know what Nikita thinks about 1991 wrestling versus 1987 wrestling, or 86. Because I think yeah. like the old-timers would, would see as different. What does he think? Because he wasn't an old old-timer, but he was around for that previous era. Like, are we on the right track here? Oh, boy, this ain't how it used to be. I don't know, because he's a different animal.
3: Oh, he's got to be thinking this is different. Okay, I mean, because he was around for those heydays in those old crockett towns, and you know he lived, he lived that. Mm -hmm. So he's got to be thinking, boy, this ain't like it was.
4: Okay, I agree.
3: I mean, remember when he was up there with Uncle Ivan? And I mean, it was just uh, Ivan was so good on those promos. He's gonna hang the kid up old country way. (laughs) When Nikita turned. Oh, man. All right. Nikita wins. Well, after Nikita wins, we go to the Great American Bash Control Center where Harper's got heat and he's not even watching it here. He hates this. He gets, you know, this works him into a shoot. Would you agree?
4: Almost more than, there's only one other thing that I've legitimately believed that I've heard has worked him into a bigger shoot, and that was the lack of advertising on the ring aprons a few years ago. He would
3: bring that up nonstop. Like he, like he had a marketing degree from one of the most prestigious universities in the world.
4: Like he had points on it. Right. I get a commission if they put the apron out.
3: Yeah, yeah. So we get the, the, the GAB Control Center with Paul Lee, and he runs down the entire card that is happening uh, with that wonderful scaffold match that we're going to see with Terry Taylor and Austin and uh, PN News and, and uh, Bobby Eaton. Can't wait for that barn burner of a match. Oh, my God. PN News Jr. over there is watching this going, yeah, can't wait. Uh, Black Blood's supposed to take on Big Josh uh, Johnny B. and the yellow dog, a bunch of other stuff. And of course, we got uh, Luger uh, versus Barry Windham for the world title with the departure of Ric Flair. Uh, lots of stuff going on here. The Z-Man is supposed to take on the diamond stud. Oz is supposed to make an appearance. Richard Morton versus Robert Gibson. Hey, and the only place you can hear us with Hardbody Harper break this all down is on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Going to be... What
4: I want to hear Gibson's not Morton's but Gibson's promo.
3: Okay, I'll play it as soon as we get to it. Um, I was gonna say, don't forget, Harper will be with us at the pay per view, or he is supposed to be with us. Yeah, we can't say
4: that this far out. Shit, you can't say it the day of. Very true. We're recording Uh, that four days from now. that That's that's fucking four years in Harper time.
3: Let's tell the people too, right before I play the Gibson promo, when we got, uh, when we finished recording a few nights ago, which is the last Saturday night you listened to a week, uh, um, a week ago from now, (laughs) when we finished recording that episode with Harper, uh, you know, we told him what the plan was. We're going to have to record it late. We got some things going on that, that evening. And we said, I, I literally asked Harper, Hey, can you do it? We're going to be recording late. He said, yes. I said, okay, when do you want me to remind you to watch it? Now, it's not like we record any other day, generally, at least with him. It's always on a certain day. And he says, "Uh, remind me on Sunday. Okay. He needs a reminder to watch the (laughs) pay-per-view.
4: Bro, I got something for you here that just happened. Oh, Jesus. I just picked up my phone and checked my junk mail. Mm Mm-hmm. 16 minutes ago I got a junk mail email from Lume deodorant.
3: Go ahead and tell me these devices ain't listening.
4: Bro. Think about that the next time you're fucking whipping it, you know, <laughs> for relief or you got some old broad on all fours.
3: Jesus Christ.
4: I ain't been to their website. I ain't googled nothing I ain't done nothing but talk about it hmm.
3: if you and if you're if you're just watching the video or listening to the video version of this on patreon uh we had a long discussion about that product uh before we got into the wrestling this week mm-hmm. 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 damn all right um that's spooky but now we'll go to gibson's promo this is following ricky morton who cuts a promo who uh he says people would ask why my back hurt and it's because i carried you non-stop gibson so let's hear gibson's retort to that uh when ricky morton says he's the real reason they were the champions and uh his back was hurting from carrying gibson here it is
1: Ricky Morton, this Sunday night at the Great American Bash, man, a match is going to take place between me and you, something I thought would never, never happen, guys. Let me tell you something, after class, you pile drive me, you sucker punch me, boy. This Sunday night's going to be me and you one-on-one, guy. and you better
2: be ready. Okay.
4: That was the clearest, most coherent promo <laughs> I've ever heard him do. Good job. All right. I'm serious.
3: Not necessarily talk him into the building, but it was clear. It definitely yeah. was clear. Yeah. Okay. So then we continue after that, and we're gonna go to, now to a quick promo from um, Barry Windham, and he's got to cut a promo on Luger, and I gotta play it. It's short, but I want to play it because I think he's dropping some truth bombs here. Here it is.
2: Total package, Lex
1: Luger. The World Heavyweight Championship is something that every professional wrestler at WCW wants for his very own. I've got a chance that I haven't had in four years. Luger, you've had your chance on many occasions. And the World Heavyweight Championship is something that I want and that I believe should be mine. And I know that you feel the very same way. Something that has never happened in professional wrestling before, a world title was held up and two men the very best that wcw has to offer are going heads up for the world heavyweight championship so this sunday on pay-per-view mr luger when you step into the ring with me be prepared for the battle of your life because i am not going to turn my back on you for one second because i believe that i am the next heavyweight champion of the world and i'm going to prove it to you
3: I thought Barry was speaking some truth there. Luger has had a bunch of chances already. Like he's the one who's gotten all, a lot of title matches. I don't know, man. I just they should have just had Flair. Well, I mean, Flair's idea was fine. Should have dropped it to Barry, and then Barry, if Luger's going to get it, then Luger can win it.
4: Hey, if we're going go to go so far as to fire Flair, we're probably not going to listen to him on the way out.
3: Well, of course not. Yeah, that
4: ain't happening. That's definitely not happening. How many, yeah. how many common sense ideas you heard the workers come up with in the world and out in the shoot jobs and the manager don't like it because it ain't their idea? Millions. All of them.
3: Millions. All right. Well, we'll keep moving. Did you have any other thoughts, though, before we move along? No, no, pay-per-view? I'm
4: ready for this bash. I, I mean, the, I watched a couple of matches last night to get started. We'll save huh. my thoughts on those for uh, pay-per-view. Pay per view and uh the patrons, but yeah, I've started it.
3: All right. So the next match we go to from the Hardliners Collection Agency, Dick Murdoch and Well, I need to go Dick back Slater. just a second. Yeah.
4: Twenty one twenty nine, please.
3: I'm not going back to the relief commercial.
4: Twenty one twenty nine.
3: Okay. I'm trying to get there. This thing is uh acting crazy. Fast relief
4: well there's a there we have a new saying.
3: i'm 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 waiting
4: okay i wanna there it is
3: there's no law against fast relief theres
4: no, because there's no law against fast relief
2: oh man okay you
4: know, sometimes you don't need to don't, it doesn't need to take all day you just I think, you know I, stroke I think stroke we- Stroke, stroke to the two poots.
3: No pun intended, but I think we have beat the relief thing to death. (laughs) We've choked that chicken as far as it needs to be choked. All right. Again, we go to the hard. If
4: their marketing department comes up with the new tagline, I'll let you know.
3: I guarantee you we are selling Alka-Seltzer right now.
4: I like Alka-Seltzer when I have a cold.
3: But not when you need
4: relief from a cold (laughs) what do you want me to do drop two effervescent tablets in a glass of water and then start (laughs) thrusting in it I don't think that's going to work it's not a a jar of mayonnaise
3: All I'm going to keep going (laughs) next match again is the hardliners collection agency dick murdoch and dick slater versus johnny meadows and jackie fulton we did get a picture picture from rick steiner there talking about the hardliners since they hurt scott um i don't know i don't have uh too much from this one Uh, the show's moving along real quick because again it's less than an hour doc you got anything from from this matchup
4: on the way to the ring murdoch ripped up a kid's steiner poster
3: you sure did he (laughs) probably terrified that poor kid too that uh, during the, jumped out of his seat when that
4: happened. During this match, Paulie said that Hervey spent all of his allowance on Missy's recent tummy tuck.
3: Paul is stiff.
4: <laughs> it's funny because the, the, the allowance, that's funny.
3: That's funny, but he's stiff, dude. I mean all he's right, been making nice. fun of missy like like he's bringing his plastic surgery thing up a bunch of times he's 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 mentioned it several times about it it's he's stiff dude he he's really working stiff good all right, well, as far as the match goes, Slater does take down Meadows, gets him in an arm bar, and um makes him submit in the hardliners collection agency, Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater. Who, uh, don't appear too drunk here. Get the win. Any other thoughts, Doc? Not a one. Well, guess what's next?
4: A bunch of crap. Uh,
3: we get Firebreaker Chip and uh, Champion again telling us not to do drugs.
4: Oh, wow. Well. What a great so message.
3: The firemen and the uh, militarymen. And I ain't got yeah. nothing else from that. Harper would be cursing somebody out at this moment. It's just
4: stupid. Yeah. All right. They look. They look as uncomfortable as I don't know. Just they're not no. putting uh, to to reiterate your point. They're not putting the same oomph in it that Johnny B. Bad is.
3: Oh, he he's he's all in. Johnny B. Bad. That's the that's what I'm saying. Like you can say what you want about hating the gimmick being dumb, all that good stuff. But Johnny B. Bad is all in on the gimmick. Okay. The uh, the these guys, the firebreaker chip and yeah, that it's nah. We did get a replay as we go to the next segment of Jim Heard mentioning Luger is going to take on Wyndham for the world title. And then we go to the danger zone. Paul Lee is in the ring uh, with Lex Luger.
4: Wait. I thought that was canceled.
3: What was canceled?
4: The danger zone.
3: Apparently, it's not.
4: We don't stick with a goddamn thing.
3: No, well, continuity was not WCW's strong point.
4: Or even considered.
3: Nah. Why have continuity? Let's go Ooh, now yeah, to the... Yeah, what, what the fuck? It was canceled. Let's
4: just, let's just insult our audience at every turn. Sweet. Uh,
3: nobody was paying attention to that back then. Let's go to the danger zone.
2: You're going to walk down that aisle at the Great American Bash, you're gonna enter a steel cage. Your opponent will be Barry Windham. The two of you will both walk in as contenders, and one of you will emerge as the heavyweight champion of the world. The names may change, the course of an event may change, but an event Remains the same. What this is all about is the world heavyweight title The names could have been Steve Austin, Nikita Koloff, Sting, the Steiner brothers, any other opponent Barry Windham is a worthy contender. He's a number two ranking. I respect that. He's got the background He's got the talent. He's got the credentials. He deserves to be there But make no mistake about this My drive, my energy, my ambition, what I have in mind, my training is focused on one thing and one thing only. That is to be the world's heavyweight champion. That remains unchanged. Now, Barry Windham, keep this in mind. One thing remains constant, a new a new era is dawning in WCW. It is the era of the total package Lex Luger. Tomorrow night, exclusively on pay-per-view, the total package Lex Luger versus Barry Windham in a cage. One man will emerge as the heavyweight champion of the world and we'll be back right after this.
3: Okay, Doc, what do you think about this being a good final promo before we head to the Great American Bash from Luger.
4: It's good. There's no There's no problem with what Barry and Lex are trying to do to make this thing, pull this thing out of the ditch. They've been handed an impossible task. Yeah. It's like... Good um, for them to do what they're doing.
3: Yeah, they've had the rug pulled out from under them, and now they need to go salvage it. Which is what sucks about what happens at the main event with, um, you know, the flare chance and things like that. Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Okay. Any um, any other thoughts? I thought Luger was good there. I thought he was real good. Called Wyndham a deserving competitor. I just thought he was real good there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we um, we have a Great American Bash promo, and then we come back from commercial, and we've got <sighs> Elegante versus Keith Steinborn. We get a picture and pitcher from Sullivan and the one man gang, and Gang and Sullivan definitely seem like they're nuts and crazy, and you know, Gang's gonna beat Elegante, and bro, I, I just at can't some take
4: point it. in the at some point in this match. El Higante wooed, like Rick.
3: Yeah, it's not going to
4: work 39.50, please.
3: Well, here it comes. You want audio from it? Nope. Okay, he here it, it is.
4: He did kill this fella.
3: I don't fella know what that to... was supposed to be.
4: That look good to you?
3: It looked like it was supposed to be a backdrop. Call it if you
4: can. Hey, I'd call that if you can.
3: It would look it would look like it was supposed to be a backdrop. That
4: was on line to follow up.
3: He didn't almost kill him. Steinborn got over. But you know. there's
4: there's so much room for error in this guy. This guy's gonna hurt somebody.
3: He's just terrible.
4: He's awful.
3: He's just not good in the ring at all. No other way to say it. He's not good. Yeah, I, I I don't I got nothing else from this doc. This is not good. This is this is horrendous. And but hey,
4: um, at least we got rid of that pesky Flair character.
3: And, and I don't know how much we talked about this when we talked about it last week, but we I know Flair probably was pretty damn difficult to deal with. Would you agree with that?
4: Who cares if he is?
3: Well, the point being is. He was difficult to deal with. The other thing I thought of after we recorded that was, you know, the old saying, how can we miss you if you don't go away? Well, I think it would have been a much better use of money as they're not making money during this time period. Just pay him and send him home for a year. We'll bring you back. Okay. Just go home for a year. I don't know. It's just... Like I agree, how can we miss you if you don't go away? But
4: to, to me, if you really want to pass the torch, let Sting and Luger fight over it with Flair out of the way, and then Flair comes back and tries to get back on top. And if you're going to move on from Flair, Flair can't reach the mountain, and now it's Sting and Luger's.
3: I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah, I got no problem with that. Um, I I just I just don't like. I, I think there is something to. I think you might have hit on this a little. I think there is something to. We, Flair k- being difficult, but the problem is, you can't. A, even if Flair being difficult, you cannot. None of us. You think he me, was harder you, to do
4: business. You think he was harder to do business with than than Hogan was up north at this point.
3: Well, this see, That's the point I'm about to get to. Um, not 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 even thinking about Hogan and doing. bit. it it has nothing to do with the talent. The problem is the constant denominator, which is Jim Hurd. That's right. Like, so yes, I think Flair would, was a pain to deal with because I, I keep thinking about it, like, well, Flair could have been difficult, you know, because you even talked about, oh, Flair, you know, Flair had to be difficult to deal with. But we have all worked for people like Jim Hurd. And dear God, even some of your worst enemies at the shoot job had to tolerate the same idiot like a Jim Hurd. As you at the same time. So it's like, I, I don't, I, it's hard to get past that part of it with Jim Hurd, especially oh, as course. we all just, especially as we all talked about me, you and Harper were like, nobody respected this man. Mm-mm. So anyway, okay, well, doc, after Elegante wins in a very uneventful match with some commercials, and then we go to the uh, main event of the show. It's a bounty match for the mask, as told by Gary Michael Capetta on on the uh, ring announcer or doing ring announcing. We got the Yellow Dog and Bobby Eaton and Ron Simmons six man tag versus Arn Anderson, Larry Zabisco, and Steve Austin. So uh, the bounty match for the mask. Um, we're trying to get the the mask off of the Yellow Dog, so we can find out who he is. What do you have from really? Six really good dudes in the ring here, man. Uh, kind of just thrown together.
4: Um, I don't hate it. I don't either. Just getting these guys out there on the go-home show is not a bad idea. And if you need to do it with having it be a bounty match, that's okay. I'm not going to – it's not my biggest concern. Yeah. Well, my biggest concern is they keep bringing up Rick during commentary on this match.
3: Yeah, you said that last week. You were like, yeah, they they're don't doing stop talking again. about it.
4: Yeah, now, you can you that. get me fifty forty four? Because apparently I wrote down, Paulie's being dirty again.
3: Gee, imagine that. 50, yeah. 40, you said fifty forty four. Yeah. All right. Let's start from here, ref. fifty forty. A 50, 40
0: The quiet man from Huntsville, Alabama... Being silenced here by his opponents, and there's a yellow dog.
2: Carter!
0: Carter!
2: Why don't you have beautiful Bobby on your radio show one night? You can say, Bobby, what's it like being from Huntsville? He can say, blah, Never takes the marbles
0: out of his mouth before he talks. You ever notice Standing that? Standing vertical suplex by Larry Zabisco. He went for a near fall. Beautiful Bobby in a great deal of trouble here. And a tag is made. Here comes the television champion. In a right hand.
3: JR was like, "I'm not selling this, you fucking moron."
4: <laughs> he knows, sold it perfect.
3: That's a great time stamp. I didn't have that one written down.
4: <laughs> That's how you know. Son.
3: Oh my god! Jr um, didn't blink.
4: He, just he didn't. That's a right through it. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore this fucker until somebody has the good sense to get fire him.
3: Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs>
4: um, so we oh get to the God. end of the match. Shenanigans. And they get the mask off. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? He's got another mask on, which is fine, too. If we're, I don't agree that the yellow dog's is a good idea, but if we're doing it, that's okay.
3: I agree. I agree. So and the finish is. Match, oh, go ahead.
4: This match is single handedly going to save this episode from being an F.
3: Yeah, and the crowd was into it. It was.
4: Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah,
3: they liked it. Yeah. yeah. So the finish and, is. And
4: it doesn't matter what happens in this match because this is the primer for the pay per view.
3: Yeah, and like I said, the crowd's into it. They're fired up, they enjoy the action as it broke down. The finish, you get a double bump with Bobby and Arn as they collide in the middle of the ring. Eaton then makes the hot tag. Simmons and Yellow Dog come in. JR says, I don't even know who the legal man is here. Zabisco, uh, as you can see on on the video version, tinyrail.com, B T, he ripped off, like Doc said, Yellow Dog's mask, but Yellow Dog has a white mask underneath the yellow one. So Yellow Dog then schoolboy Zabisco, as Zabisco's celebrating with the mask, because he thinks, hey, I unmasked him. And uh, he pins Larry Zabisco. Zabisco did great selling that. So Yellow Dog, Eaton, and Simmons win by pin. And we're out of time as the episode closes out. Uh, Like you said, this was good. Um, You know, not the greatest match in the world, but very exciting. Folks were into it. So really, really good stuff here. Uh, Any other thoughts on that, on the main event here, and how it all went down?
4: No, let's get to the... Let's get to the... uh pay-per-view
3: so we got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes before we do so just a quick reminder the only way you can listen to our pay-per-view breakdown of the great american bash which will air uh the day after or drop the day after this show drops is by going to tinyurl.com patreon btt that's tinyurl.com patreon btt not only will you get the bash you'll get all the clashes we've done which are 15 of them up until this point all the wcw pay-per-views we've done uh through 1991, this point that we're at now, the ECW shows, NWA power shows. And again, something that I'm very proud of now, our Tales from the Territory reviews and recaps, which have been a tremendous fun. You'll get all that on Patreon. Over 300 exclusive Patreon episodes at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc, so let's rate it and hand out these uh, Rolexes. Uh, you just said this match was going to save it for you. So what are you rating it?
4: Trying to be fair here.
3: Got that right.
4: (laughs) I'm stuck between two things. And I feel like one is going to make it seem like I'm too harsh and one's going to make it seem like I'm too nice. Okay. And since I never want to be thought of as too nice, I'm going to go with being too mean. Mm. And I'm going to say D plus.
3: Oh, man. I'm not going that low. I give it a C. Here's the one thing you got to realize as we're closing this out. We are at like minute number 37 of the review portion of this show. And we're done talking about Saturday night, which means it did not take us a lot of time on a short week to get this watched and then recorded. (laughs) That in itself is a, gets a little bump. So to say,
4: I'd prefer to enjoy the time though.
3: It wasn't horrible and it was short. So I'm going to give it a C. Now, what are, who are you giving your Rolex to?
4: JR for no selling that at the end.
3: That was tremendous. <laughs> that's and how that it's done, really brother. Good. That was really excellent. Um, So that's cool. You're going to give yours to JR. I am going to give mine to, uh, I'm gonna get mine a Luger to Luger. It's from the danger zone. Was it great? No, it's just it was solid. Called Wyndham a deserve, deserving champion, and but Lex says I got more drive, energy, and ambition, and um, I'm gonna become the next world champion. There you Short go. Short and sweet and to the point. So there it is. Um. Okay. So Doc, what up, man? <sighs> We're like barely over an hour right now. <laughs> That's all right. Um
4: we don't have to sit on here and do a bunch of dives and stuff. We we told the story that needed true. to be told.
3: That is so true. Unlike the NFL these days. So uh, I, let's
4: just wrap up by saying uh we got I hope Merry everybody Christmas takes, what?
3: I said we got Merry Christmas on our on our heels.
4: That's what I'm saying is um I hope everybody takes care of everybody this holiday season. Reach out, have a good time all the time. Uh get that Pennsylvania Dutch down your throats. Um give her a little something something in the stocking if you know what I mean. We're coming up on the at the end of another calendar year. Yeah, you know
3: how we're gonna celebrate it?
4: Maybe you know, next been- week instead of doing a show, we could just do a year end wrap up.
3: No. Best up uh, <laughs> You know <laughs> You know how uh so here's, how, here's what I'm going to do for the for the close. So for, for patrons, if you're a current month-to-month patron or you're not a patron at all, uh, if you go annual, uh, you'll get two months for free, Jesus. Uh, which is 18% off the price of admission. So if you go annual, that offer is going to be good through the 30th. So God,
1: that's from too the time nice. this
3: drops, you got a week and one day from the time this drops, where you'll get two months for free. It's the uh, annual pre-Christmas and post-Christmas Merry Christmas to whether you're a new annual patron or a current month to month who goes annual patron. There you go. Special. And and look, this is dropping before Christmas. Why don't you give yourself, you know how, you know how these women say, I deserve something like, you know, when they're buying themselves a gift, give yourself the gift of BTT Patreon because you know, you woman, whatever you're, Married to, you know, whatever you lay down with, they, they, they never give you what you really want. So go ahead and gift yourself something special and give your Patreon, give our Patreon to you at tinyroyal.comslash Patreon BTT. And before I get out of here, don't forget, Hardbody Harper is still cutting those promos and giving video shout outs. All you got to do is email him, chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Tell him what you want in your video shout out, your relationship advice, whatever it may be. And then more importantly, when you email him and you're being very specific about that, PayPal him to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. That's cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Both of the email and the PayPal are in the show description. All you got to do is uh, is, uh, look at the show notes and you can see it in case you missed it. Hook Hopper up this Christmas. Make his Christmas a merry one as well. Uh, Shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Merry Christmas to them. Slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And check out uh, the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They take care of our ECW show on Patreon feed. And they also uh, do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check them out. Doc, on that particular note, I think we're done here for this week. Merry Christmas, everyone. You have anything else before we get out of here, Doc?
4: Man, I don't think so. I've said everything I need to say. I feel good about myself, unlike this WCW product. So I think I'm I'm ready to roll.
3: Hit the tagline, Bubba.
4: I hope you have a Merry Christmas. When you book it, bitch.